hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners, and welcome to another episode of A Little Something, the number two wine about with your host, Siobhan Camille. And I am Where sips get real as we whine while we whine about life, relationships, culture, and so much more over a glass of wine, of course. It is first Wednesday. Second, second, I'm here today. It it's is a, second it's a, Wednesday. It's, it's a Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we are doing Sis Let's Wine with our special guest, Miss Crystal Brooks. Um, and we are Sis Let's Wine about this thing called, you know, self-awareness and accountability and growth and emotional maturity. So grab a glass of your favorite red, white, rose, Moscato, whatever you got going on, sparkling cider or water. Pinot Agua, as we call it, and join us on the couch. Hey, y'all. Yeah, I know. I came in loud. I'm like extra excited today. One reason, because I got to be dead going on tomorrow at work and I get to meet the executives of my job and I got treated to lunch today. So uh, it was like, oh, yeah meeting all the big people and they're like who is this girl so I'm like oh extra pump everybody loves me yay so <laughs> I'm like thriving off of that and to come home get dinner cooked kids done this this is that and the other right before you gotta record like so I'm like oh adrenaline plus I'm excited because I guess today is a high school friend <laughs> um so i'm just extra excited i hope y'all are having a productive week uh i set a goal reached a goal accomplished something chose not to do something that you really felt like you should do but it would have been wrong like make some good decisions this week you know i hope you've done that i have done that this week so i'm just hoping that we on the same vibes and of course, before we get into our topic about emotional maturity, and have our guest introduce herself. Sissy, real quick, y'all know we like popping grapes. Are you popping grapes today? What's your popping grapes experience? So my popping grapes is, the brand is not new. It is Chateau Saint-Michel. Y'all know that's, that's. Oh, it's, it's my name. But it is popping a grape. It is their good Straminer. I have finally learned how to say that correctly. I still haven't. Y'all know I butcher words and <laughs> I'm going to butcher that one. So we are in a white September because y'all know we take breaks in December. So we can't do a white December. So we are doing a white <laughs> September. <laughs> and so that is my white for white September is this good birch streamer by Chateau St. Michel. And what do you have over there, Miss Ty A. Michelle? Okay, so it's called Shine. And it's German. And because it's German, I'm not about to sit here and pronounce this man's name because I am going to jack it up. But y'all make sure y'all go to our Instagram page at a little something, the number two. What about, and you can see the nice pretty picture that I took and, you know, <laughs> then y'all can see the bottle and the name. And if you know how to pronounce it, like comment below, like the syllables, <laughs> like they do in the dictionary how to pronounce it i know shavana tell me at some point because that's who she is um and it is a riesling so that's i chose for my white we're gonna go riesling and i, I think i'm gonna make this a riesling september for me because i saw a couple of ones where i picked this out 
And it was like reasoning sweet, reasoning dry, reasoning aged. I was like, ooh. So <laughs> it might be a reasoning month for me. And it's just because I saw that at the store that's right down the street. So I know that I could get it. Not Because <laughs> that's always a thing. So while I'm pouring this glass, Miss Crystal Brooks, would you like to introduce yourself to the fellow winers? I want to say, I guess I'm against the grain because I do have red. No, um, no, it's fine. That's your thing. <laughs> so I have Black Girl Magic Red Blend. Okay, okay. that's what I'm sipping on tonight. But hey, everyone. So I am Coach Crystal. And ooh, let's see, what's about me? Um, I'm a certified master life and mindset coach. I am also a forgiveness coach. I am a best-selling author. Huh? When Yay. silence is misunderstood. I am a mom of three, um, a wife, and a full-time entrepreneur. And yes, that is who I am. The woman of, look, if y'all don't know nothing else about us. We are look, entrepreneurs in this Entrepreneurs day. and we wear many hats. Okay, we don't have one hat. We have the fedora, we have the ball cap, we have the hair, <laughs> we have the swim cap, we have uh, the snapbacks. Look, we, we wear hats, okay? The hard hat, if need be. I'm trying to tell you, I done tightened up a couple of chairs today. A girl's feeling a little handy, okay? <laughs> we wear many, many, many hats, and we thank you so much, Crystal, for being on the show. So, um, Let's jump right into this. Author. Yeah. Come on now. Tell us about how did the book come about? Like reading the book was one thing, but how did it come about? So I knew that I needed to share my story. I actually wanted to share it years ago, but God was like, nope, it's not time yet. I'm like, well, hold on. I, I have some stuff I want to put in here. However, he needed me to go through some more things so mm -hmm. I can have more content for the book to actually help more women. And so last year was a time. So I think November was when I made the decision to, okay, it's time. It's time to write this book. It's time to really share my story so I can help other people. So I started the journey technically in November, but I know y'all read this book. My journey started very, very early. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm hmm. So because, you know, I've been thinking about <laughs> I don't want to write a book in my life, mm -hmm. but I want to take like instances in my life and make like short things like okay. skits because <laughs> I've been through some things and I've seen some things and I know I'm not the only one, but I feel like I kind of want to do it on the fun side, like the dramatic funny side. Mm -hmm. And like, you can do that. Yeah. But the way my brain works. It's gonna take another Siobhan to put me in focus. So I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not counting it out. I got a lot of ideas. I'm not counting it out. But I always, when I see um, people that I'm close to, you know, really reaching out there and doing things like that, like, have you, did you ever? I know one guy tells us that we have to give our testimony. We're supposed to witness to each other, so that's one. And so with that we sometimes struggle well how do I do that I know I do that through conversation but do you want me to go wider bigger do you want me you know he don't he don't do small but <laughs> you know so it's always um a thought process in the battle and we might struggle on how to and how not to so I'm always curious when people actually take that huge leap of faith 
um, and really, really step out there and tell their story and reach out to touch other people. Um, um, I just make you laugh at me. I, you know, I, I ain't trying to touch you for real. I, you can laugh at me because I laugh at me and I think I'm funny, even though my husband says I'm not. <laughs> um, so I congratulations on the book. Um, I oh my god. There's a lot in to unpack. I'm about to say you ain't cry. Don't make me cry, girl. I'm not. I'm not it's. Not, I. I. I really am genuinely like when I see people, especially you know, close people, just succeeding and reaching those goals, even mm-hmm. as something as simple as you know, graduating. Um, for those who may have took some time off, you know, it's it's a big thing. Um, but go ahead, Siobhan. Go ahead, Siobhan. There is a lot to unpack in the book. Um, I will say that I read it in, in, a, in a night. It was, it's a quick but deep read. I read it in a night. Now, let me also say that I read it at a time I needed to read it because I could not sleep. Me and my dude were having problems. I was ready to beat the brakes off him and other people. And I think it was a matter of, you know what? Let me take a minute. And one of the things that you said in your book was, I wasn't taught how to deal with my emotions, trauma, or anything troubling that happened. Yeah, And I think that that is applicable for so many of us, right? So how, and I know I read the book, but other people may not have. Um, how is it that, what what led to that then? Because that that is true. A lot of us, especially as women, and you definitely go into this in the book, mm-hmm. we are taught to just endure, right? And just keep it going, especially for, for men, for the outside world, for children, don't be selfish, be giving to everyone. And if something bad or traumatic happens, just keep it pushing. Like, like, you know, kind of like we're expected to just, we're expected to go through stuff. And so like, don't feel any way about it. Um, So how does, how does, like what, you know? So for me, (laughs) so I will be honest, for me, I decided to choose me. I didn't care what other people thought. I didn't care about not sharing, you know, I shared my feelings. And I didn't care what other people thought about me sharing my feelings, my truth, the things that I went through. And so I wanted to break that cycle, break those chains of, you know, being, I I call it bondage, where it's the woman is expected to be a certain way, take all these things and just suck it up and just be the superwoman. I got tired of being a superwoman and my mind got tired of being the superwoman. And so when I decided to choose me, yes, I had kids and my husband at that time, I was like, nope, I can't do it. I have to share and choose me. And that's very unpopular. You choosing yourself? Yeah. But you got kids. You have a husband. You have a family. What about them? But what about me? If I'm not okay, nobody else is okay. And so we have to get into that space where taking care of you is a priority. Everybody else comes later. Period. That's, that, it should be a non-negotiable. Right. At point. Right. At this point, I feel like at some point, look, if if your significant other doesn't recognize that you're not okay, then you might need to evaluate that situation in general. Um, and we've talked about mental health um, and being aware of that. And as you spoke of, choosing you is a big part of your mental health. Like at what point do exhaustion is a thing? Um, and it's not just physical, you know? Um, I don't know about you all, but I've literally experienced where I was going so much like literally just going, 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 where literally my body said, okay, and I'm cutting off. Yeah. I fell asleep 
standing up like over my bed like this. My mom knew I was exhausted. She literally just lifted me up and put me in the bed. When I woke up, I had missed everything. And my mother literally was sitting in the living room, waiting for me to wake up. And when I was like, oh my God, like I'm half dressed. I suppose we're going to church today. I'm half dressed, leotard on tights, but nothing up top. I'm like, my body literally said cutting off. So to get to that point, it was like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yes. You, your serve, your service for God is absolutely important. But what is he telling you right now? You are doing too much. Um, and that's unhealthy. Um, to the point my mom literally had to have a conversation with me. And what, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Is who is this serving? Is this serving you? Is it serving God? That's one. Or is it truly serving you and your ego? Or is this, you know, what is the, what are you doing? Um, and I had to take a step back. And when we take a step back, you know, we're afraid. If I don't, how is this going to get done? Mm-hmm. If I don't, this going to fall through the cracks. If I don't, I'm going to look like a bad person. So when you go through all of that mentally and then recognize, well, wait a minute. It's not the end of the world. It is okay. You know what? It did. I felt better about. I don't know. Me going to get my nails done. I'm gonna cover this nail. <laughs> <laughs> um. It it gave me the confidence that I needed to possibly go walk in that room a little bit taller, a little bit stronger. I know that's something really small, but for some people, that can be a difference in things. So, um. With everything that you're, I know you counsel young ladies and working and you coach people, a forgiveness coach. Mm. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this forgiveness. So I, again, like I said earlier, I'm a certified master life coach and a mindset coach and which covers, you know, goal, success, happiness, um, all of these things. But then this forgiveness coach piece is under that masterpiece, right? But with this book out now, the question is asked, how did you forgive? How do we forgive? What's the process? Like in the book, I have you all start to doing your work and, you know, you start, if, you know, mm-hmm. if you're writing your stuff down, but after the book, what do we do? What's that process? So for me, I shared some of my journey as, as far as the things that I did, but being a forgiveness coach is way deeper. And listen, it's a lot of work, y'all. Don't let anybody tell you that forgive and forget you don't forget, right? You can't forgive just like that. What work did you do? And forgiveness is for you. It has nothing to do with the other person. The person could have did you wrong, did all kinds of things. But guess what? When you hold on to that unforgiveness, they are living rent-free in your head, in your body, everywhere. They have gone on about their life. They're not thinking about you, right? And so you're thinking about them. You're giving them all this power, this energy, why? And so I encourage women and men, because there's more men coming to me now too, y'all. Um, <laughs> that, that, like, that is good. Like, well, okay. That's a good thing. We just going to leave that. It bit. is. It's <laughs> a good thing. And it's, you know, it's like, hey, here I am, this woman sharing my journey, but men are pouring and, and telling their story, which I'm thankful for. I'm grateful that my book did open them up to do that. But when it comes to forgiveness, again, like I said, it is about you and, and you taking your power back. That is very important. Women, we give our power away. My power was taken from me at the age of five. And so I went through my life with just freely giving my power away to people. 
But when I took that power back, meaning I didn't care what nobody thought, I forgave the people that hurt me in every area of my life. But that work was deeper than just, okay, I forgive you. That's fake. I'm going to tell you why it's fake. Because if you see that person in the street and your blood pressure go up. So you think about running them over with the car twice? Yeah. I'm just saying. You didn't do the work. You didn't really forgive them. You said it, but you didn't actually do the work. And so it goes deeper when it comes to forgiveness. It's not just a surface level. It's internal work. Yeah, y'all, that internal work, sir. Just I mean, but yeah, in the book, it literally says, "Forgive and forget are not helpful together." And I said, "Ma'am, that's a word, okay? That's a word, okay? It's it's not. It's not. They and I really have always hated the statement forgive and forget.' Anyway, like that's bothered me since I was a child. I believe you can do one." You can do one or the other, but you probably really shouldn't do both. Like, if you're going to forget it, don't forgive that person because you're going to need to hold on to that. That's how I feel. If you're going to for, forget, forgive that person, then you can learn to not even forget, but just get past it, I guess, is, is really what it comes down to. I don't think you ever, you're not, you're never going to forget. Like, it's no way because that thing is always going to be there. That is, a, it can be a trigger. It could be something, it could be a show that came on, something that triggered you to whatever happened. So for me, I never think it's possible to forget. And so whoever came up with this forgive and forget need to go back to the drawing board because forgetting is just not there because it's 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 in your mind. It's in your it's, mind and it becomes part of your DNA. It, absolutely. it changes your out. It can, depending on what it is, change the outlook of your life. Um, it, it may stay that relationship. It may change your future relationships. And this yeah. is even in friendships, y'all. When we, please understand when we say relationship, we're not just thinking um, romantic. We right. are thinking friendships. We are thinking parent a child we are thinking <laughs> we are thinking neighbor to neighbor like sister to brother those types of relationships um and we're not also just speaking of the massive things you know the big things we're talking about little infractions i think people um tend to look over the little infractions and focus on the big ones and not realize that those little infractions add up you know it's like a crack in the wall it might start as this like in your windshield better example boom little pebble hits it and it's this little thing and then through time you come outside the next day and it's across your window Mm -hmm. and if that doesn't get fixed it can go back across the other side so before you know it you have this zigzag line but it started from this little piece so those those things start to add up so forgiving the little things (laughs) who and even with the the little things as far as like the crack in the windshield it's not always a straight line sometimes you get it and it it does that spire thing where now it's hitting other aspects of your life and other relationships with other people right like because as you said and and to to that in the book you know you were talking about um settling Mm. a lot of a lot of that comes from that right we settle because one person hurt us in a specific (laughs) she had to take the sip of the wine on that one one person hurt you in a in a very specific way right like at five but it transferred to other people and then later other traumas continue because it all started with this one that hit other aspects yes settling 
And y'all see the smile. I keep doing the smile. Yes, the, the smile is epic. Okay. The smile is universal. It's a you know language. what? If, if you think about settling, whether it's in a romantic relationship, in your job, friendships, whatever it is, why are we settling for things that are not making us happy? Now, we should never put our happiness into other people. That person could go on about their business, gone away, and is your happiness gone with that person? But women, and I keep talking about us, because we settle for things that we don't want. We don't want. And then we are in this unhappy space and just sad depressed and like why is this happening because you have not opened up your mouth and said I don't want this you are letting somebody else control you in a sense right mm-hmm. because you're settling let's say you don't you don't like to watch I'm just a silly thing you don't like to watch scary movies but this person keeps playing scary movies and you sitting there well, I guess I gotta watch. Guess what, sis? You settling? Stop watching that stupid movie, right? Like you don't want to watch it. And if we go bigger, you want something in your relationship. You ask for something specific. So say, hey, I need love and affection, and you don't get it. And you gonna still sit there? Why are you settling? What has happened in your life, in your past, that you feel it's okay to settle? Again, you have given that person the power to give you what they want to give you. When women, we need to speak up and say, no, I don't like that. This is what I need. And I encourage the men to do the same thing, right? It goes Mm -hmm. both ways. But we have to get to a space where we're speaking up. First of all, we're getting older, okay? We ain't no kids. Speak up. Speak up for what you want. And if you need something, say it. I need y'all to start saying and stop settling. And then I know y'all saw that change cycle that I put in there. Yeah, so you be going back. Use your words, y'all. That's what she said. Use your words. words. I don't like this. They are not curse words. Not. In addition to the whole thing about control, because it also comes down to coercive control, which you mentioned as well. And part of that for women in addition to us stepping up and being honest I think the reason a lot of us settle is because we fall victim allow ourselves to fall victim or don't realize we are being taken advantage of in coercive control by society as a whole because I have literally seen in the course of my days and I'm not gonna say how many that is I have seen in the course of my days women say or girls too like from high school at least I got a man listen <laughs> I mean, I was going a little far, but you know what? Yeah, but so I'm gonna just say real quick that bothers me. Like, I will never forget the girl on Facebook that everybody ragtag because she was literally in a hospital because her dude had literally blackened her eye, like punched her whole eye. And I will never forget she went not live because it wasn't that, but she had put a video that was like, "All y'all hating, I'm fine, I'm good. Y'all hating chicks, but at least I got a man. All y'all complaining probably don't have one." And I was like, "Ma'am." Is Have that we your minimum really? requirement? But but honestly, and it's so unfortunate, but that's a lot of women it is because of coercive control of being raised to believe that you have to settle because being single is the worst thing out here. And as a woman who's been single, still unmarried, which makes me single, at the age of 35, it's a very real thing. People, when I tell them, when I would tell them at 30 plus or even under that I'm single, what's wrong with you? You don't have a man. Oh my God. It's like, I feel, I get the pity. I feel so sorry for you. Why? 
But I know yeah. you got something to say, so I'm gonna be quiet, Miss Crystal. Oh no, I, no, I was listening, and I just I hate that when it comes, especially the teenage girls. So I have clients that are teenagers, right? And I'm trying to catch them before they become adults. Yeah. Yep. So I'm dropping the real, the things that we didn't have. We ain't nobody talking to us like that. We didn't have them telling us what. I think the very few was. of us did. Like extremely yeah. few of us did. The ones who were looked at differently because, like, and the funny thing is, I had that. But mm-hmm. as a child, I'm looking at my mom like, "What are you talking about?" Of course. I don't know nothing. And but here's the thing: some teenagers, and in general, even Most. adults, ninety-nine point nine percent of us have to learn the hard way. People yes. can tell you all day what this is, what this is not. And you're like, uh, it's not hot over there. And then you go and you get burnt. Like I told you that it's hot. I told you it was hot. But when it comes to these girls and women, because I keep, because it's, it's all the same. I'm going to be real because the yeah. way these teenagers are, right? At least I have a mate. But guess what? She saw that with her mom, mm. her aunties, who they have seen these things with other people. They may have seen it online, but 99% of the time it's at home. Mm-hmm. They saw their mom settle. They saw their mom get beat. They saw all of these things and or their father was not there or their father was doing things to them where it's like, hey, this is what love is like. And it's really not. So whether, you know, if your father isn't there, but he's providing for you financially. So now you're looking to a man to, to take care of you financially. You're not getting that love, that respect that you need. And so as long as this man treats you right in the financial department, he can be bad to you and beat you down. But at least I got a man, right? That's what these young girls are seeing. And so to them, it's fine, but it's not. But who was having these real conversations? If mama not talking about it, grandma, auntie, because they're in the same boat. They got somebody beating on them every day, every other day. And they ha- and their friends can't tell them because their friends may be seeing the same exact thing. And so it's just a pattern, a chain, a cycle and that they go through. But it's up to us, which is, again, I say in the book, we have to start sharing our stories and tell these girls, like, don't sugarcoat anything. Tell them. But it, it's a mindset. And because this is what they see, this is what they're going to, they're going to always have until they actually do the work. But who's going to pour into them? Right, right. Um, the, the, yeah, you, you definitely got to pour into that next generation. Um, yeah. um, especially in the world of today with the social medias and with this, because they seem to think that this 45 minute to an hour segment that you see on YouTube is this person's entire life. Um, I literally just had that conversation with my almost 13 year old child. Um, when you see these women, and I will say the women that she do what that she does watch are very inspirational, are very good role models for what they put out there. So I was like, okay, you're picking the right people to look at. However, I also need you to realize this vlog that you're looking at is an hour of a week. Mm-hmm. Think about like I need to step out of it out of the amazement of it and think about the reality of it. And I know as a child, that's something that we don't really do often. So I need to think about the reality of it. The reality of this, you saw maybe 15 minutes of seven days yeah, of her highlight reels. 24 like hours in a day. Think about all the things that you do in one day. Yeah. And just think about 15 minutes. 15 minutes might be like, well, your recess. How quick does that go by? And she was like, oh, yeah. So you're seeing recess, her recess. The rest of it could be 
washing clothes, taking care of her kids, taking care of her husband, doing business meetings so that she can get ads, so that she can pay, going to the bank. The same things that we are doing. So I need, don't be so caught up in the um, idolization and fantasy land of what you're seeing and step back into reality. And let's think about this real quick. I'm not saying that you can't look at it because I'm going to be honest, some of them people be awesome and I'd be like, ooh, but... But I, I just want, I want you to keep a realistic aspect of it. And I think as long as we are putting that, pouring that into the next generation to keep a reality of what's going on. One, recognize your feelings. Um, if you don't understand what you're feeling, the one thing that I do love is that emotional will. Mm-hmm. The wills of emotion, you know, um, it, I... So I recommend if you can hang it up in your house, send it to a picture of your kids. So, okay, well, I'm angry, but are you angry or are you disappointed or are you um, envious or, you know, like think about it a little bit. And I'm going to be honest. I looked at that wheel sometimes and I'd be like, oh, but what am I for real? And then you start to think, well, why am I feeling this way? Yeah. It's about having a better vocabulary to express how you feel. And Um, I think books like Crystals will give people the opportunity to dig deeper and to develop that um, vocabulary. And to the point about YouTube and all of that, life looks better in 3D, HD, 4D, 5K, anyway. Okay? Okay. Life looks better. Life looks better with a filter. Life looks better. And, and when you walk in, life looks better on TV. I mean, even if you tape yourself and then put it up on TV, especially you don't cut and, cut and splice to put these transitions and put some music. And I know like I'm going to be hitting a very specific group. But if anybody ever remember the Dave Chappelle show, yeah. when he literally did this one episode, this one skit, and he was talking about walking through the club in real time, in real life versus walking in the club when it's like to a music playing and it was like people moving out the way and he must the <laughs> girl in the face like it's better when you have even a soundtrack because if you literally sit and, t- and tape yourself you know and then put your favorite song to it and watch it on tv it's gonna look better with you know rihanna in the background feel about it oh absolutely it will. And so that will you're talking about, just go back really quick. I We have that in our mentorship program for the teenagers. So that will is amazing. Amazing. It opens up so much conversation. Like it opens up conversation, even for adults. Like I'd be like, ooh. Be like, oh, this is what ooh. I feel. Okay. And oh. then going back to this, you know, people showing what they want to show. So the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. If you were to look at my life and the things that I went, well, first of all, people didn't know what I went through, right? but I went to school every day. Hey, good morning. Mm-hmm. You know, together and even into adulthood, like even now, I still struggle. Like I'm still human, but the outside world, oh my God, everything is amazing. Listen, I still have troubles. I, God's still working on me and still, you know, growing me. But I am very clear when I have my conversations, like, please don't ever idolize me or anybody else. Like focus on your house, the things going on with you because nobody's life is perfect. We all have something that we're dealing with. We just mask it better. But I am clearly transparent. So <laughs> I'd be like, look, y'all, what we doing? Because I got these things going on, but that's why my clients love me because I'm real. I'm not going to sit there and pretend and sugarcoat anything because I want people to be their authentic 
myself. And that's so, so important. That's what I do with my teenagers, my adult women. And I have some high level people who, you know, they can't on paper Mm -hmm. or in public be that way. But with me, please let your head down. Like they get the, the and and honestly, sis, sisters, I know y'all listen to this because this is sister's less one episode. You need that person. Um, if y'all go back to our early episodes, we talked about having your sisterhood, having your, and I'll try to link that above too. Um, having your girl tribe. We talked about that, and it's important if you if you don't have one. Life coach, Crystal, a professional therapy, have a place where you can literally lay your hair down because always wearing that. And I think that's something as women, like we say that we're all when you wear it all the time. It's hard. It gets gets hard. And it's fake. And yeah, and then people start to see it like, oh, you're not even being real. And you you start to question a lot of the things that you are authentic about. A lot of the things that you do feel good about, you start to question in reference to that. So it's always a good thing to have that place where you can let lay your head. You can't be in performance mode all the time. Listen, I say Mm. that as a former dancer, you professional, non exotic. Because you got to be specific. You got to put all of that. You can't, you literally cannot perform every day. And the thing about having someone else to, to go to, if you don't feel confident for whatever reason and going to your own mirror and talking, because I talk to me all the time, like full flesh conversation. Um, but if you feel like you need to have another body so you don't feel crazy about that, um, talking to yourself, you need to have that ability to go and say what you need to say and get it out and take the mask off, take the makeup off, take the performance off. Because part of what is so great about talking to a coach or talking to a family member or talking to a friend or somebody you trust, or even just talking to yourself is you hear it. And sometimes it's a lot of, we need to hear ourselves, even when you're talking to someone else out loud versus putting on and hey guys and hey I'm good how are you doing oh my good and put in performative because that's not an authentic mindset and eventually the authentic mindset is going to catch up with you anyway absolutely it is and when it come out if you anything like me it's gonna be rough okay and they're gonna be like oh yeah or even to yourself because eventually the real you is going to look you in the mirror and be like you and you're gonna look at you like well who are you no 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 who, who are you I, i'm me I don't, i'm you i don't know what you're doing oh, we are and it's gonna be that culture shock looking in that mirror and being like well who's that i don't know who you are and not recognizing yourself because eventually good better i'm gonna look like Christina Aguilera. who's that girl i see staring in front of me it's gonna be like it's gonna be a hole and and i'm gonna be honest sometimes you need to cry like while we talk about emotional maturity um crystal when you have you ever encountered a client who's just like i don't cry yes you know why (laughs) i've trained herself not to cry because they've had so much trauma and crying is a sign of weakness and can I be honest? I was that person. I, I was a person who, like, I felt it. I'm just like this. I ain't crying. 
because I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not going to cry. I don't cry. What am I crying for? But that's that trauma that I dealt with. Now I'm crying because crying is a release. You do have to release those things. I'm not faking for nobody. I cry. I cry a lot. But it's not uh-huh. always a bad cry, right? Because I'm, I'm right. in a space of, of trusting God with a lot of things. And so a lot of the tears now is like, oh my God, you was right, Jesus. Okay, I'm crying. But for the women who say I don't cry, it's a trauma response. And so I am the person, not to toot my horn, but I am the person that gets it out of them because I need them to be authentic. Do not be fake with me at all. I don't like it, it because I've been there, done that. And so I'm very clear that when anyone comes to me, it is a safe space. Where we talk about what you share, there is no judgment. Again, this book, I told my life. <laughs> and I ain't got no room to judge nobody. <laughs> but was I the person that used to judge certain things? Absolutely, because some stuff I didn't go through until I went through. And I'm like, girl, so I tell anybody, y'all better stop judging. Because <laughs> you don't know when your day is coming for that same thing that you're judging somebody about. So... So the tears and the women that say they don't, it's a trauma response. And so we have to, we have to definitely work through that. Now we'll say me being a coach, right? I help you with your today and your future. Your therapist helps you with your past. While I would love to help you with your past, because I feel like I can, I'm not licensed to do that. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a good, that's a good distinction between. It is. Me. It is. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I need everything. I need a therapist, and you can have both. Coach, is- a sponsor, a- all of it. <laughs> <laughs> a person that'll smack me in my face like, get your because, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need somebody that's going to hold you accountable, but that therapist is going to be the one that's going to to dig up certain you know things that you may not remember or they may come up. Me, yes, we will talk about some traumas and things that have happened, but I need you to focus on your now. And then your future, like, where do you want to be in five years? Let's focus on your happiness, your goals. But then we, I'm still tap into some things. Of, right. Okay, who in your life did this? What did somebody put on you? Why do you believe the certain thing? Because a lot of times we have limits and beliefs, right? Somebody done told you something and you done adapted that for yourself. Why did you, why did you adapt that? And you're like, I don't know, because mommy said so. Well, why did she say so? Did that benefit you? So I make you think, cause I'm like, no, let's go deeper. Did you really believe that? And it's like, oh my gosh. So I just wanted to just think. And people are gonna give you the advice that they can from their perspective. You know, what work for your mother may not work for you, what work for your grandmother may not work for you, especially if we talk in cross generations, you know, what works for what works for me may not work for the children that I'm raising because they're both their boys. Um, and even if I had a girl, there's gaps of decades between us and what I had as a child, what you have as a child, what I had to endure as a child socially, what you do are not going to be the same. They're just not. Um, But even into the point about not crying, I think another reason that they do, and it's definitely a defense thing is crying makes you vulnerable. Uh And a lot of us women, especially ironically are taught being vulnerable is bad. Like, we're told to be more feminine and be softer and be vulnerable. But then when you are, now that's a bad thing. Um, but it, it is a thing that we need to grow through, right? Like we have to grow into being able to accept that. And just because you cry in this moment doesn't mean that you can't pick up your, you know, your stuff and punch somebody in the face in the next. You could cry while you're beating somebody down. But, but I've seen it. I've seen people do it. Um, but to the <laughs> You you can cry and whoop, you can cry and whoop tail at the same time. Nothing says. Oh, I just told you something. Nothing says you can't. 
God loved the world and he smited cities at the same time. See what I'm saying? It can, you, it, you don't have to pick one or the other. You can be both. Um, but with that, when you go into that growth of being able to come out, and this, this, I'm going somewhere, uh, that is also a transition. And um, the other part of that is then you are growing. And one of the things that you did also mention in your book was, I don't, I don't have a quote, it was said really well, but basically dropping people when you're ready to do better. So, <laughs> and we need to, I think too many of us, we get accustomed to holding on. Um, and something Michelle said uh, a couple of weeks ago for our black business, we were actually talking black business and entrepreneurship, but it, it applies, was not being afraid to fail, but the failure of success. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of us are afraid to do better because we're afraid to lose that friend. We're afraid to lose that man. We're afraid to lose that job. We are afraid to, we are afraid to lose, to go forward. You yeah, know, so used to what's familiar, like that's an unknown space. I don't know how to operate in that space, but I'm familiar in this space, even though that space is more successful than where I am, it's better than where I am. And I can clearly see that back here, but that <laughs> yeah. don't mean I'm about to go there. Like, and that, I, and I'm only saying that because honestly, that even I'm working through it. Thank you, Jesus. It's still one of my things. Like, what does, how are you going to operate if this succeeds? Like, Selling, okay, yes, yeah, I might feel bad, might sting a little bit, but if this succeeds, oh crap, now I'm gonna be held accountable for this. What does this look like? How do I handle that? I'm already accountable for X, Y, and Z. Now I'm adding more. Whoa, like so, and that's my brain, and I'm like I said, growing through it. But that is a thing, you know, um, especially emotionally, you know. You people, when people talk about anxieties, it's I think a lot of people um, think of it as a depressive, in a depressive way, a negative way. But people can get anxiety about moving forward, like a good thing. Panic attacks don't always happen when you're sad, like or you're really down. It can happen when you're really high. I know I've had them. So, <laughs> how would you coach someone? into accepting and realizing that success is okay and you can handle it and dropping people in the process is all right <laughs> so i am a queen dropper um, <laughs> she said she's gonna drop you <laughs> and it's simply because i've been in the space where i've held on for too long like i've held people in my circle and and people that shouldn't be there and i'm like please don't leave no bye I don't have time for it my energy and my peace and my and my happiness is very very important to me and it took me a very long time to get into that space and so I literally I'm okay bye relationships friendships I don't have time for because I know what I what I bring to the table and if it's not reciprocating I'm not saying nobody is perfect I'm not saying that you know we all have our flaws However, if it's something that makes you question your worth and who you are and who you are trying to be, gotta go. If it's somebody, a relationship, like a, you know, a real relationship that is not serving you, what are you staying for? To just stay, to be there and look at each other? No. To be unhappy, to be stressed out. Life is too short. We live every day. We die 
once, right? Of course, we believe in reincarnation. Got all that. But if you live your life trying to please others and hold on to others, you're going to wake up dead, right? Because you're like, oh, shoot. I'm dead now. What you finna do? You dead. You gone. But you have worried about that person, those things, those places, all of that, when you should have let go. And to get spiritual for a second, God doesn't want you in that place. God wants more for you, but you are holding on to something God told you to let go of a long time ago. A long time ago. So you suffering right there. And God is like, I'm waiting for you at the door. I'm waiting for you to walk through the door. Look, girl, girl, when I say I was, I think it was Michael Todd, I was watching, it was a clip on YouTube and he was speaking about just receiving blessings. You know, people speak of the harvest and reaping the harvest and X, Y, and Z. So I'm all in it. He was like, yeah, a lot of y'all walking around like this. You know, you got this, you got that, you got that. You know, you pulling, you, you know, harvest time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then it's time for you to plant again, but you won't hold, you won't let go of the harvest. I was like, he was like, how God gonna give you something in your hands closed? Girl, I was like, oh. I mean, a harvest is seasonal, which means it's going to happen. It is. So let go of what's in your hands. Moving forward into that next season. Like you can't stay here. Harvest is not, uh, like you said, it's seasonal. It's a transition. If you still holding... You you can't plant, you can't pick up the seed to plant the nets to be yeah, ready to receive the next fear. So it's I was fear. like, oh, so I had to learn how. Now I'm gonna be honest. I believe in God. Put up the Sagittarius in me. Well, when I get there, I'm gonna be honest. When I let you go, mm-hmm. I don't think about you again. It's when I care. <laughs> so how do you what is something that you would tell a teenager who's like, but I still care? So I am big on telling them to write. And so I do, and I know they're tired of me saying this. I need you to write a list. Pros and cons. Pros of this thing. What is the con of this thing, right? And when you actually see it on paper and you don't have no pros of that thing that you hold on to, whether it's relationship, friendships, right? Because you have all these cons that you wrote down. But in your mind, you're like, oh, this person is amazing and da 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 whatever it is. And when you get to that pros list and you have zero to one thing, then for them, it's like, oh, shoot. I ain't realize it. But our mind goes 10,000 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking all of these things, but when you put it on paper. So what I encourage teens and women to do, write it down. If there's a decision you need to make, write it down. What are the pros? What are the cons? Is this going to, is it going to make you happy? Is it making you sad? Like, what is it? And a visual will help you see. Now, the next piece is that action step. You have to take, you have to make moves. You can't just write it down and be like, oh, okay, I'm done over it. No, what's your plan? You have to have an action plan. So that's very, very important. And when it comes to, you know, your, your job and if God told you to leave and you're still sitting there and God said, I need you to go and you're still sitting there. That was me right and God was like no I, I need you to go and I'm like are you sure so y'all gonna hear me talk about it all the time I gave God my full yes and I said all right I'm gonna trust you and I have my eye closed uh, okay am I, am I sure sure as you take this step right I'm like, trusting you, you so sure? trust believe I wouldn't be making this step if right. I didn't know you was over there <laughs> and but God but God will put you in a place where the only person you can trust and lean on is him 
And so that's the space that I've been in just in the last few weeks, but just seeing everything that has happened and things that he's doing in my life. And I'm like, oh, that's what happened? Okay, you took all these things from me. But then even now looking at, you know, when you, sometimes you may be at your lowest point. It's like, okay, God, what you about to do? But then letting it go. All right, God, you said you got it and you're going about your business. And then when it starts to happen, you're like, got it for real right see you okay but but it's it's okay i talked about like that oh listen that's another thing because i don't do the i'm like hey bro listen we need to talk look that's how i talk to god i I I had to tell the people in my church that i said look god know who i am and i'd be like look uh yo dad let me let me holler at you real quick because okay what i'm not getting is and they were like michelle that's how you talk to yes i i can oh father the name I can do that, but when I'm really struggling, I don't have time. Look, wow. this right here is yeah. too much. If I you need, can't be your most authentic self with the with God, then I mean, then, then I then, exactly. Then, then why? Then why? Then why? <laughs> then why? So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and fellow whiners, I guess the three points that we have learned here today from Miss Crystal, and please make sure you go get. Um, when silence is misunderstood, misunderstood. <laughs> finding a lifestyle of abundance after abuse here y'all go make sure y'all no. find it real make quick sure the it. artwork is beautiful y'all y'all like it listen that was the first thing when i saw the cover i was like oh oh if that don't say break the chain break some things like break like for get out of whatever this is let me tell you how i knew this was a this was a real a deep cover my my son just turned four but when he was three when he saw the book he said mommy is that you on there breaking the chains who was that who who held you back my three-year-old i feel like you've been here before and i started to cry because i'm like if a three-year-old can Can pick up on that listen Lord, nothing else needs to be said. Thank you, Father. (laughs) Thank you for that confirmation. That's what that was. That was your confirmation that you, hey, I got you. Yeah. So our three lessons, ladies, on this this last one, as you were winding with us, um, it's okay to be selfish. Don't apologize for getting your needs met. Do not apologize for it. It's not a bad word. It's not a bad word. Um, don't be afraid to let go and move forward. Let go of people who are going to hold you back. We all know that there's a fear of success that people don't want to talk about either. Succeed for you. Move forward. Let everybody else go. That's cool. Right. And I mean, right, like physically right, like scribble, not like left or right, y'all. Number three is right. Write your traumas down. Write your successes down. But but write for therapy. And I will say that I find writing very, very therapeutic. And you don't have to, and she says this in the book, you don't have to send it to people. I, I have. But you don't have to do that. You can burn it. I've burned some things too. I've just, I find fire. Fire is very therapeutic to me. So I will write, 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 and then light it on fire. Because it goes up with the smoke. That's that's me. Um, and for our, for us, I know that everybody may not be of the same spiritual belief, but for those who are, uh, you know, Christian or, or God, a fallen to God, cause you can be outside of Christianity and believe in the Lord. Let God work. 
you have to trust in his work and let him work and don't take the stop holding on to all of these burdens by yourself as michelle said too let the let the harvest come which means you gotta let and drop last season's harvest you cannot hold on to everything and then say god all right i got i got here's my suitcase and my bag in this and this and this and this i'm ready to go because god gonna look at you and be like this is not an airbus this is a cessna for two that, that all that weight you're carrying is gonna drop this plane so you're gonna have to drop a whole lot of that that's give it no. to me is what he said that's I, the I, no he he's saying give me you don't bring me i will take care of the baggage but bring you just bring me you don't, mm-hmm. don't do all the extra i just add this last thing um when we're talking about god right um the things that we want is not what god wants so what you're trying to carry on that bus god is like what is that that's not that's not what I have for you. I don't need that. So that's why some of the things that you go through, God didn't get out to you. That was your own doing. And so I encourage you, for, uh, whoever, your higher power, I'm talking about God right now, okay? You need to focus on what God and listen to what he's saying to you. Not man. We don't care about what they say. What is God speaking to you? And the things that you want may not be i'm gonna tell you 99 of the time that ain't what god have for you god's plan is bigger you got this little thing over here and god is like what is that i was all just had to drop that little tip no i mean and that's good and even if what what you're carrying is something he gave you but how long ago did he give you that yeah he gave you that he gave you that louis vuitton luggage for that one trip, that one time, and you have been holding on because it says Louis, it says Louis. That and one time in like, bed camp. Yeah, this one time in bed camp. And he's like, I mean, that's cool. I gave that to you six seasons ago. Like, you can let it go now and just come mm-hmm. up on this bus. Like, one thing that popped up in my brain. <laughs> and it's not because, listen, I was listening to TD Jakes this morning. He had a sermon. But listen, y'all, the thing that stood out was God cannot protect what you won't build. If he told you to build it and you ain't building it, how are you going to protect it? Mm. Let me sit my I need some wine. And so we're going to sit this And wine. on that note, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, we are going to say cheers to that. Y'all, I don't know about y'all, but if you ain't pulled no nuggets from this here episode, go back and watch it again. <laughs> It's a lot in here. Okay, it's a lot in here to unpack. And we only, y'all know, we only scratch the surface. We need scratch the surfaces. So before we get out of here, Miss Crystal, do you want to rate your wine? We do one through, well, zero through five with 0.5 increments. Well, this is a five. Okay, well, she said, look, this is my favorite. Yeah, it's good. I'm gonna sip on this. She's like, I'm gonna sip on this here red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Siobhan, this is a reverse demeanor. Yeah, yeah this is a three. I like reverse demeanor because they're clean. Um, but the clove aftertaste hit on the back brought that down from a three five to a three because I just I I don't see me just randomly sitting and sipping this. Like I would need to have some crackers, <laughs> some cheese, something else to go with it. It's not just get me a glass and I'm gonna sit. No, no, not for me, not for me. Um, it's probably a semi-sweet off dry as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but this is a three. It's nice, crisp and clean. I did like it, but 
It's not, it's not a by itself one. Okay, well, my reasoning is a 4.5, girl. This thing is boom. I had to stop. Okay, I was like, don't pull nothing else. Leave it alone. Now, I, this got stuff on the back. Y'all know my bottles don't be having stuff on the back. <clears throat> but it's too small for me to read without my glasses. So I'm not about to do this. <laughs> I'm not playing with you. <laughs> Wait, I'm supposed to read the back of my own, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> if it has something that you want to, you can. Mine doesn't say a whole lot. So, and Michelle like usually gets bottles that don't say anything. They don't have nothing on it. Like she'll have full descriptions. Most bottles just talk about the. <laughs> Patrick, there you go. There you go. And yeah. but I like so listen when I do drink my wine, I do it needs to be a little strong because I that seven eight percent. So this is thirteen point five. That's go. why I'm sipping. You smelly. need to feel it. You know what I'm saying? You need to feel. You need to feel. You know. That's yeah, this is this is twelve point five over here. Mm hmm. Just twelve point five. See yours, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Oh, mine's a 10.5. See, I'm, I'm oh, that's I'm, a baby of the bunch. I'm the baby. I'm the baby. It's okay. It's good though. It's good though. I'm gonna go and eat my protein though after I finish and, and probably get another glass of this wine. But <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys have had a wonderful time. And again, if you don't have a nugget, go back and watch it again. Crystal, we want to thank you for being a guest on the podcast. Yay, we yay. will most definitely have you back on. Yay. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you beautiful ladies for having me tonight. Yes, you're welcome. Yay. And ladies and gentlemen and teenagers, go grab this book. It's not a hard read. It's very informative and it makes you think a little bit about what direct, if you don't know what direction you're, you're going in, if you don't know some emotional things, they'll think, you don't know if you've been through something that might've been traumatizing and, but you trying to figure some things out, go grab the book. It's a nice guide. It helps you get through some things. Find you a forgiveness coach, a life coach, set some goals. Um, and just be prosperous in this. Um, before we leave, last thing, Crystal, do you want to give everybody your handle so they can contact you if possible? Yes, you can follow me on social media. I am Crystal Brooks and you can go to my website, lymlegacy.com. Um, I'm everywhere, y'all. I'm on billboards. I'm out here in these streets. I'm just saying. I know you that reach- on Facebook. I was like, I know her. <laughs> yes, but you all can reach me again. So. I mean, probably the easiest way would be following me on social media, but all my stuff is there. Again, lymlegacy.com is the coaching business. Schedule your free consultation, all right? I am giving those. And then my nonprofit, Love You More Inc. And you can go on there for our mentorship and all that fun stuff. So I have a lot of things going on. And all those links will be below. Y'all know how we, we will do. make sure y'all have all the links below, below, below. And again, we will- Oh, can like I to- share? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, can please. I just share where I'm going to be? If people want to attend. Yes, yes, come okay. on, tell us, tell us. Come on, yes. we, we want all the info. So September 15th through the 17th, I will be in New York. I will be speaking at the Healing Unto Wholeness Conference. That is again in New York. Tickets are on sale now for that. And then September 24th, I will be here in the DMV for um, Women of Purpose, chew, Chat and Chew. And so I'll be speaking on purpose there as well. And then October 2nd, I will be in D.C. Um, at an event called Dancing Is My Voice. So I'll be speaking to the survivors of sexual assault and abuse. Um, and it's outside. We're going to be dancing, but I'm going to be sharing as well. 
I think that's it, y'all. I'm busy. Look, busy and book. So many things happening. So book signings coming up. So just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Follow her. (laughs) Go to the website. All the things, ladies and gentlemen. Um, She booked busy and blessed. That's what we're going to call it. The three Bs. Okay. Book busy and blessed. Yes. I'm going to be like you when I grow up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to another wonderful conclusion of A Little Something to Whine About with your hostesses, Ty Amy Shane. And Siobhan Camille. Be sure to join us each and every Wednesday for more laughs, more fun, and of course, more wine. Um, And catch us live the last Saturday of each month on YouTube and Instagram. That's at a little something, the number two. Wine or out? And remember, as always, there's nothing wrong with a little wine. Or a lot. Or a lot. Thank you for whining with us on this episode of A Little Something to Whine About. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to join us live the last Saturday of every month on YouTube or Instagram. And we'll see you next Wednesday for more fun, more laughs, and of course, more wine.